If you would stand with me this morning, I will admit that I have been waiting all week to preach this message. Sunday morning, a week ago, as they were singing this song, it was one of those moments of I knew I had a message, but yet this message was also on my heart. And so I followed after what God had given me last week, but all week long I have waited. And I've already told you the title, and if you remember the title, that's because you were listening. If you don't, well, I'm going to tell you anyway, so don't feel bad. So this morning, if you would, they're going to put it up on the screen, but First Chronicles 16, I'll be reading verses 23 to 25. And then we'll be reading Exodus 9 and verse number 16. First Chronicles 16, 23 says, Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim the good news of His salvation from day to day. 24, declare His glory among the nations. His wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. Verse 24, Brother Justin, declare His glory among the nations, His wonders among all peoples. Exodus 9 and 16, But indeed for this purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. For this purpose. Last week we found out that there is a purpose. And for this purpose He has raised us up. And He has raised us up so that He can show His power in you and that His name may be declared in all the earth. For the next little bit, I'm going to title this message, Well, I Declare. Look at somebody and say, Well, I Declare. And you may be seated. You just spoke like a southerner. You didn't sound too southern. It would have been more like, well, I declare. The phrase was made famous to me by my father. and usually was in moments of sarcasm. I would come to him with something and he would respond with, well, I declare. It was that moment of sarcasm that it stuck with me and I've used it even as I've grown up and got older and as I was thinking about this message honestly that was the only thing I could consider titling this message was well I declare well I declare is an idiom and for those of you that were here Wednesday night you know what an idiom is because we went over that and we went in depth of what those are and if you were not here and you did not Listen, shame on you. But you have an opportunity because it is still online. An idiom is basically just a way of saying something without actually coming out and saying it completely. It's an idiom. We have them in the American language like it's amazing how many that there are. Again, it's another reason why you can't miss Wednesdays. You never know what you're going to learn, especially what an idiom is. And who doesn't want to know what an idiom is? The phrase was actually not, in its original context, it was not actually, I declare. It was actually, well, I swan. Glad I didn't title it that. Well, I swan. 
It has nothing to do with swans, actually. And it's actually a phrase that was originated in the English language. And by English, I mean in England. But it's a phrase that mostly is used in the South. It's amazing. We take things and in the South we just make them our own. It was originally, according to Evan Morris, the word detective. What a, what a way to be described. He's so smart he's considered the word detective. He says it's what linguists call an exclam- ex- exclamatory asservation of surprise. I'll get that out. I told you I can't even hardly get English out. It, it's a moment. It's an exclamation of surprise. And it seems to have originated in northern England as a dialectal pronunciation. Probably it was originally eyes... One of I shall warrant, meaning I declare. And now you know the rest of the story. It became popular in the U.S. after it first appeared here in the early 19th century. The word declare is defined as to make known formally, officially, or explicitly. To make known as a determination. To make evident to show, to announce one's intentions. And on July 1st, 1776, there were 56 men that were members of the Second Continental Congress in Philadelphia that made known and they announced their intentions to the entire world. The following day, 12 of the 13 colonies voted in favor of Richard Henry Lee's motion for independence. The delegates then spent the next two days debating and revising the language of the statement drafted by Thomas Jefferson. And on July 4th, Congress officially adopted the Declaration of independence. In bold lettering, the founding fathers opened with this phrase the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. There was no division. There was no question. There was no one that was standing in dissent. And they wanted everyone that would read this and they wanted them to know that this is the unanimous decision of each and every state of the union. This is the unanimous declaration of the 13 states of America. A declaration that says we hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It concluded with this sentence. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of our divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. And today, nearly 246 years later, we still live in the greatest nation in the entire world world through multiple wars one that would turn brother against brother and try to divide a nation still America stands great through world wars attacks on our own soil that changed not only the face of America but the face of the entire world still the declaration echoes that was signed by 56 delegates to the continental congress it rings across time and yet There are those that would still seek to destroy the declaration. 
There are those that would still stand and they would say that the declaration does not matter. This does not matter. They seek to divide, but to those the people, let me declare this. We still hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I think we should stand and give an ovation to the creator that is a allowed us to be in the nation that is greater. Come on, would you stand and just thank him for the freedom that we have this morning. It's the freedom that we have that's from him that we're allowed to clap, that we're allowed to praise, that we're allowed to worship. I'm thankful for the rights. I'm thankful for the freedom. I'm thankful for him. May be seated, but I want to thank him for the men that would declare not only at the risk of their own fortune, but at the risk of their very lives when, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitles them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires. Not suggest every bit of the language of the Declaration of Independence was on purpose. It requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Because of those men and men and women that have come after them, we stand this morning free to worship. I want someone to understand that everything that has come forth out of my mouth since I have been here has been with a purpose. And that purpose is to declare that there is only one God and His name is Jesus. And He has all power in heaven and in earth. I've come with one mission. I've come with one purpose. And that is to declare that God is still able, that God is still on the throne, that God is still all powerful, that God still is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ever ask or even think. Let the world say what it wants. Let it do what it wants. I'm here to declare that God has not changed. His power has not slacked. He has not weakened. He's still on the throne. He's still mighty. He's still Savior. He's still King of Kings. I declare He's Lord of Lords. He's mighty and mighty to be praised. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. Those men decided... They declared that there is something worth worth fighting for. This morning I stand with the same declaration. There is something worth fighting for. Your family is worth fighting for. Your salvation is worth fighting for. Revival is worth fighting for. Come hell or high water, I declare that God is sovereign and this world is worth fighting for because there's hope and salvation in Jesus. 
They're going to come and they're going to fight. But in the, the spirit of independence, I stand and I declare freedom for your family. I want to announce my intentions and make them clear to you and all of hell. I intend to have an earth-shaking revival in the city of Arnold. I declare it is my intention to shake the very foundations of hell in Jefferson County and all of the counties surrounding. Why? Because I declare that God is still able. I declare that God is sovereign, that he has all power in heaven and earth, and there's nothing that can stop him. I declare miracles, signs and wonders. I declare that those miracles will happen by your hands. Not just mine, but yours. I declare healing for cancers. I formally make it known. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I declare prodigals are coming home. I declare it. I speak it. I declare To those that are hurting this morning, I declare the goodness of God. Declare His glory among the nations, His wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and He's greatly to be praised. Some of you need to echo and there's going to be a little bit of, of last Sunday and there's going to be a little bit of Wednesday but there's going to be a whole lot of Jesus if you'll allow me. But some of you need to echo the words of Joseph and make a declaration to the enemy. But as for you, you meant it evil against me but God has meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. The devil meant it for evil but God meant it for good. The devil said it's a valley but to me it's just another place to shout it's just another place to worship it's just another place to magnify him oh I don't know about you the devil meant it for evil but it's another testimony it's another moment that I can declare the goodness of almighty God it's an opportunity I declare the goodness of God The devil meant it to depress me, but God meant it for a testimony for somebody to know that you can get out of this. There is hope for your captive mind. There is hope in the middle of the darkness. In him there is no darkness. In God there is hope. Some of you need to declare it in your home right now. You need to speak it out in the name of Jesus. You need to declare, the devil meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And because God meant it for good, there's revival coming to my home. There's salvation coming to my house. They're coming home. They're coming home. They're coming home. They're not only going to be healed, but they're going to be filled. They're coming home. Some of you need to declare it for those that have never found the glory of God. They're coming into the home. They're coming into the salvation. They're about to be here. They're about to experience new life. I declare it. See the enemy meant it for evil. But God. I, I, I love moments like that. But God. The enemy meant it for fear, doubt, and unbelief. But God meant it for faith. Faith. 
that can move mountains. The enemy said, look at the giants. Joshua and Caleb said, give me my mountain. Give me my mountain. We are well able. I want somebody to declare, I am not just able, but I am well able because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I've never met a giant that I can't slay or a devil that I can't defeat. Why? Because I do it in the name of Jesus. Oh, I declare freedom. I sat at my desk yesterday typing. And as I typed, I declare healing for cancers. Something moved in that room. And I'm telling you, they're going to fall off in the name of Jesus Christ. There's going to be things that the doctor said. There's no hope, but God is about to step in, and he's about to move. I don't know why I feel what I feel. I just got to tell you what I feel. I feel that in the name of Jesus Christ, cancer has got to be cursed. It's got to fall away, and I lose the faith of this house to declare. I agree. I declare. Cancer's got to go. Sickness has to go. Diabetes has to go. Depression has to go. Fear, I declare, fear has to leave. I make my intentions clear. As for me in my house. Oh, they may not be here yet, I know. Brother Greg, what are you preaching about? I'm preaching about what's about to happen. And I declare we are ready. We are ready. And we are in expectation of what God is about to do. I sat at my desk yesterday. Yesterday morning I got up. Five something in there. I was sitting down in the kitchen area. And I was writing and making notes. And I was asking God, how do we get from where we are to where we know we can be? I said, God, I need you to give me ideas of how we get from where we are to where you're showing us that we can be. And during all of those things, I start studying and I start looking up stuff. And I get on... I call them my faith rabbit trails. <laughs> Not that I just got distracted. Faith rabbit trails. You know where you just kind of get going and you, this leads you to here, Sister Trash, and then that leads you to there. Well, I got onto a site that was church buildings. I'd never seen this building before. But I started looking at it. 675-seat sanctuary. Y'all can be quiet. It don't matter to me. See, that's why I don't say these things all the way and scare everybody all at once. 675-seat sanctuary. Wonderful. Big Northex, Narthex, however they say it. Vestibule. And there they had a little place for coffee where you meet your first-time guest. Behind the sanctuary, they had the baptismal area. 
there were two changing rooms with bathrooms because you didn't want to have to just have people all waiting in line at one room. They had multiple rooms. Behind that was a basketball gymnasium for our youth group and our youth pastor and his wife. It was ready. It had Sunday school rooms. It was beautiful. I looked at the square footage. It was amazing. And then I got my calculator out. And I said, you know what? 26,000 square feet, let's just go high. And I did a high number. No, it was in the millions. And I started to put my phone down because that's where my calculator was. I started to put it down. And then all of a sudden, a song came on, and it just simply said, my God is able. He's more than enough. And I said, wait a second. Somebody's trying to tell me something. My God is not just able. He's more than enough. And I got that picture, and it's now the wallpaper on my computer. It's on my laptop, and every time that I look at it on my iPad, I say, I declare, this is going to be ours. I declare, this is what's going to happen at Bethel. Not so that we can say we've done anything, but I'm stepping out in faith. I'm going out on a limb. I declare, I declare that God is more than able. He will meet my needs and beyond. And right now, I declare, he's about to bring a harvest that we cannot contain. I declare there's a revival like we've never seen. I declare there's salvation coming to your home. I declare the broken are about to be healed. I declare it in Jesus' name. You want to know how much I believe that God can supply and will supply? I've already started changing things in the plan and making notes of this is what we'll call this room and this is what we'll call the coffee area. I'm telling you, it's not so that I can scare you. I want to bring somebody to a place that your faith is so high that you'll begin to declare that my family that was once lost is coming home. My family that I prayed for for 30 years is coming home. I know I prayed for healing, but it's about to happen. I know that I prayed that I would be delivered, but it's about to happen. And I declare it in the name of Jesus. So if you want to be a part of something great, start declaring that you already are. Start calling the things that are not, not what? Not yet manifest as though they are. Start giving him thanks for the family member that's sitting beside you. Start giving thanks for the daughter and son, for the son and daughter-in-law, for the daughter and son-in-law, whatever it is. Start giving thanks for the grandchild that's never been here, that's never been baptized. Start giving thanks for the mama and the daddy. Start giving thanks and declaring it. It hasn't happened, but it's about to. And I declare the goodness of God. Oh, well, I declare another definition of declare 
I left this one out because I wanted it in this part of the message and I was worried that you would forget if I put it in the beginning. Because, you know, I forget. I get on those rabbit trails too. But another definition of declare is to state emphatically, to affirm. Emphatically says to be resolute, to have a firm determination that no matter what happens, I want to stand firm and I declare and I state emphatically that I am more than a conqueror. I have more power in my little finger than all of hell has all put together because I have the power of God living on the inside of me and with the very finger of God the devil and his devils were all cast out of heaven as lightning I saw them fall it's not going to take God long why? I declare it I declare it I declare it and if you'll allow me I want somebody to square your shoulders and declare like the song that I learned as a child got my foot on the rock and my mind's made up though I walk through the lonely valley and I drink from the bitter cup when the devil comes a knocking showing me an easier way I stand right square on my feet I throw my head in the air I look him straight in the eye I say my foot's on the rock and my mind is made up I'm not about to stop praying I'm not about to give up and give in my foot's on the rock and my mind's made up oh I may drink from the bitter cup but my foot has never left the rock it's never been shaken and it never will because yea though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death I will fear no evil evil. Why? Because thou art with me. I stand right square on my feet. We've been turning our heads too long. You ever you ever been somewhere made eye contact with someone that you don't want to talk to? Okay, none of y'all did. Because y'all are all saved. I have. Oh, no. See him in the middle of the store. I'm like, oh, man, this conversation is going to be four hours long, and I just came in here for some bread. You leave the store, you have to shave. Been in there so long. Some of us have been acting that way with the devil. We see him, and we start turning our head. Oh, if I don't look at him, he won't know that I'm here. I'll run to the next aisle and circle back around only for them to meet me at the edge. Brother Greg, how are you? Oh, I'm great, brother. I'm in a, have I told you what, what's going on in my life? No, well, the devil's been fighting me. My grass is getting so high that I can't mow it. And, and the devil's fighting me, not letting it rain. I'm just like, oh. You know, the devil's not making it not rain. See why I don't want to, like, catch eye contact? Because I know that everything that's going on, the devil's doing it. The devil's doing it. They meet you right there. And some of us need to turn around and realize 
That's right, Brother Jack, that I have the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. There is something, all power in heaven and earth was given to him, all authority. That's dominion. That dominion means there's no place that does not belong to him. So wherever the devil's at trying to fight you, he's already trespassing because that's your daddy's ground. That's your daddy's property. And you need to declare, this is my property because my daddy owns it. Not only does he own this, but he owns the hills and the cattle on a thousand of them. My daddy has all power. I'm not afraid. I will declare that I have freedom. So that's why I stand right square on my feet. And I declare God is bringing revival. God is bringing revival to your home. These boys... Those are just the first of the junior choir. And in a couple years, they're going to be the beginning of the youth choir. But that's just the beginning. You say, Brother Greg, we don't have room for a youth or a junior choir. Oh, I've already got the plans for that. I ask myself, are you crazy? Sure. But if I'm crazy for Jesus, I'll be crazy every day because I know that he's never left me. He'll never forsake me. And I declare it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. We're about to see it happen. They're about to come. God's about to send you to where they are. You're going to meet them in the grocery store. You're going to see them on the job. And they're going to come to you as you're walking by. And God's going to say, say something and you're going to say I don't know what it is but God said that he loves you he cares about you tears are going to come down their face and they're going to say I was just asking God if you care oh I declare revival is in your hands brother Jack I declare right in the middle of your shop God's going to show up and you're going to pray with people. You're going to pray with them. Their needs are going to be met. You, there are so many testimonies that, that Brother Jack has told me about how God spoke to him and there was needs that were provided for. I'm telling you, Brother Jack, there's more coming and it's going to be in ways like you never experienced or never imagined. It's the same thing for you. It's the same thing for you. It's coming. We've got to be ready. I declare. I declare. I declare. I've gotten two phone calls this week. Yesterday I got one and they used words from my Wednesday night message. They had no clue they're from another state but I'm telling you God is getting us ready I declare revival I declare power I declare it in the name above all names I make my intentions clear I tell you something, I'm just getting warmed up. I declare it. I declare it. Sister Julie, there's blessings for you. 
I declare blessings over you and your family. I declare it. I declare God is going to give you the answers that you're looking for. He's going to bless you. He's going to draw you closer than you've ever been before. I declare it. I declare, Sister Leach, more. More Bible studies are coming. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Brother Bobby, I declare it. There's blessings for your life. Those things you want to be a part of, those groups, oh, they're coming. They're coming. God's going to use you. God's going to flow through you. Why? Because we declare it in the name of Jesus. Oh, I declare it. You need to start declaring it on your job. Declare peace in your home. Start speaking it out. Start speaking it out. In the Hebrew language, the word declare is so far. One way it can be used is to inscribe or to engrave or to print a lasting record. Nearly 250 years ago, a lasting record of declaration was proclaimed. That we separate ourselves and we become a you we become an independent nation. But oh longer than that, there was a proclamation that was made over your lives. A proclamation that said, Jesus said, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. That's a declaration that is inscribed. That's a declaration that will stand. So no matter what's binding you, no matter what's holding you, the name of Jesus can and will set you free there's more freedom for your house there's freedom for your family there's freedom on your job there's freedom in your neighborhood there's freedom for Arnold there's freedom for St. Louis and Jefferson County there's freedom freedom I declare it in the name of Jesus Brother Manning, just so we're not leaving you out, there's freedom for Illinois too. There's freedom for your youth group. There's freedom for your whole city. There's revival for your church. I know you're a whole lot closer to the Cubs than we are. That's all right, Sister Ruth. We're still going to love them. But there's freedom. I declare it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm here to be excited. If you've got revival going, call me so we can celebrate. I declare it. I declare it. I declare it. Revival in the last days, saith God. I will pour out of my spirit. Upon all flesh. I say, I want you to feel bad and think only Missouri could have it. Yes, even Illinois. That's how you're going to know that God's moving. As for that, and that wasn't in my notes. That was just the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I close with the final line of the Declaration of Independence. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, 
we mutually pledge to each other. Our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. My life is nothing compared to the freedom of everyone. My fortune means nothing. My sacred honor or my name, oh, it's nothing. I pledge everything to this vow that we would keep this declaration. We mutually pledge each other our lives, fortunes, and our sacred honor. And if you'll allow me, I'm going to borrow from Wednesday night. I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father will do it for you. My Father in heaven will do it for you. We're in this together. I pledge to you that I agree with you. I agree that your family will be saved. I agree that healing will come to you and to your house. I agree that salvation is coming to you and to yours. Oh, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, two were better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth. For he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. A three-cord a threefold cord is not quickly broken. The unanimous declaration of the 13 of the United States of America, 56 men joined together and made a declaration. But oh, two are better than one. But if I could ever get a third, I want somebody to understand. Oh, I agree with you that salvation is coming to your family. Brother Pennington, would you help me? Would you come? Would you help me? I, I, I want somebody to understand I agree with brother Pennington and we can we can get excited and I can get excited because his cup is running over and he's drinking from the saucer but there's just two of us what if we grab one more what if we got a hold of somebody else brother Cameron would you help us out a three a threefold cord it's not easily broken grab with brother Pennington we've got generations and generations we're in this together I declare freedom for my family I I declare we're in it together. I declare power. I declare power. I declare it in the name of Jesus. I declare revival for your home. I declare revival for your city. I declare revival. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Come on, put your hands together. Put your hands together. Thank you, brothers. Oh, I'm so glad Sister Betty told me about your testimony, Brother Pennington. I'm drinking from the saucer because my cup's running over. Can we all stand? Brother Pennington, every time that I see your smile, that's what I hear. I hear, I'm drinking from the saucer because my cup's running over. And I say, oh, I want to link up with that. I want to link up with him. Brother Bowman, I want to link up with you. 
Sister Bowman, I want to link up with you. I want to link up and I want to agree that they're coming home. I want to agree there's power. There's power. There's restoration. I agree. We link up. And then as the body, we start coming together. Ladies are coming together. They're coming together. Sister Sandy, Sister Jan, they're coming together. Oh, Sister Lee, Sister Julie, we're all together. And we're starting to believe I can make it. I declare that two or more than one, but three. Three-card, three-fold cord is not quickly broken. So I pledge to you, and I've already asked on Wednesday night, if you'll pledge to me what you couldn't see if you watched on Facebook. Is when I ask if you would pledge to me those that were able to be here, the smiles that were on your faces. It was almost like, oh, you don't have to ask. We're in this together. Oh, we're in this together. Well, I declare. I declare freedom for my family. was another song that came on and I just put it on repeat the whole time during my message and there was a moment in the middle of the song where the the preacher starts talking before they go back into the song and, and he just he made this statement he says God has been waiting on you to declare his power God has been waiting on you to declare his goodness God has been waiting on you to declare his healing. I couldn't help it. He went on to say, you don't need a preacher praying for you, but ministry, go throughout this crowd and start laying hands on. I want somebody to understand God is waiting on you to declare his power. He's waiting on you to declare his goodness. He's waiting on you to declare healing. He's waiting on you to declare salvation. He says, declare it in my name. It's for this purpose that you've had the trial. It's for this purpose that you felt the loss. It's for this purpose. Now declare my goodness. Every head bowed and every eye closed, please. I declare freedom over your home. If you are in this house this morning and you do not know freedom or it's been a while since you felt it, he that the Son has set free is free indeed. The old song says, or it's one I've learned since growing up, no more chains slavery. Truth has triumphed in liberty. He that the Son has set free is free indeed. I declare freedom for your life this morning if you want it.
I declare salvation for your life if you want it. I declare healing for your body in the name of Jesus. I declare it in the name of Jesus. I declare it. There are those that we've been praying for that are, that are out of state. I declare. I declare healing for Jerry over that cancer. I declare healing over her body. I declare healing over that cancer. I declare it in the name of Jesus Christ. Baba sister, I declare healing over that lump. I declare it in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare healing. I declare it in the name of Jesus Christ. There are those that have been worried. I declare healing for Brother brother Gary and Sister Sharon right now. Healing virtue to flow to their home right now. God, flow right now where they are in the middle of Imperial. God, let them feel the healing virtue as it floods their home. Let it flood their home. Touch not only their body, but their mind. I declare healing over their body in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare it. I'm going to open this altar. And all that I ask is that if there's something you want to declare over your life, that you will come. If you want to declare peace over your family, come. If you want to declare that I want salvation, come. If you want to declare I repent of my sins and I ask you to forgive me of everything, come to the altar. If there's anybody... If there's anybody, come on, speak it out. I declare healing. I declare healing. I declare it in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare it. I declare it.
Thank you.